What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. It is your midweek Yala Bud episode, which is sandwiched by two other episodes at the start and end of every week because we are a thrice weekly podcast that talks about the current affairs, the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Humor. Humor, man. Yeah. Humor. But so it's, it's been, been a, a humorous few days, huh? Hasn't been hasn't been that funny. I think we're still reeling from that that racist video going around. Right? Yeah, Everyone's yes, yeah. There was a development, right? The the latest development is that uh, we now know he's a Nian Polytechnic uh, lecturer. Mm, correct. And yeah. he recorded another video, or he responded to today or something. Is it when they when they interviewed him? Because uh, you mean the Dave Pakash, is it? No, no, the other guy. Oh, actually, I haven't Tan. seen that. No. Because there was something, right? I also haven't seen it. Yeah. But apparently he was uh, suggesting that people go look at the stats and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was pulling up certain... Uh, from what I was reading about people outraged, from people who are outraged, was that he was uh, pulling out certain stats and said there's a conversation that he was trying to to start. And I mean, I, I'm not sure, lah, but but I think uh, yeah, lah, racist is a racist. Lah. Has a conversation he's trying to start. Uh. Oh, allow it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not if I don't like don't like someone's mother, I just go up to like, hey, your mom's a bitch. You know, yeah. I'm just starting a conversation about how your mom's a bitch. Yeah, exactly. It's very. Uh, so, what kind of logics, yeah? It's a very dog in my homework kind of excuse, lah. I think. Yeah, but Pritam Singh had a had a very eloquent and articulate reply. Hmm. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that guy, that guy, writers, yeah. Okay, I haven't, I haven't seen yeah. it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Is there a one shot thing? Good. Ah uh, no 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 oh, no no! Okay, My okay. one shock thing, I keep it apolitical. Oh, oh really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Until I start doing grassroots political work, uh. mm. and then you slowly start me. Know. Yeah, that's <laughs> why. <laughs> now my background all white, radio, right? Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah, you get an wash, idea, la. Yeah, that's why. Uh, Whereas you're like being pulled into hell, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in between. I, I nuance the nuance in between the the dark and the white. I, I can't go. I can't be one extreme, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, we we got some interesting stuff to talk about. Kind of down the 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 what what kind of path is it? It's not conspiracy theories. It's almost like part conspiracy theories, part debunking story, mm, mm, mm. But it's always interesting right. when when this source speaks, la, specifically. Uh, mm. I mean, maybe we just we can just talk about what the topic is first, lah. Sure. Yeah. And what is it, man? Uh, I think we talked about the director, one of the directors of the National Center of Infectious Diseases, uh, David yeah. Lai, who is very mm. quite prolific on social media. And uh, the last time he, during the start of this Patuha Phase Two heightened alert, he actually mm. was what came out and said that um. Yeah, people should actually go above and beyond whatever the government is recommending or so uh, because mm. it's quite scary the you know the, the the how fast the variants spread and things like that. And this was in the thick of like everyone like freaking out about the the community unlinked community case community cases in Singapore. Uh. So Yeah, um, and we, we spoke about it on Yalabar episode one five nine as well. Yeah, May seventeenth. So that yeah. was back in May. And, and part of it was because uh it was quite a rare thing where you see someone from the authorities speaking on his own personal capacity and saying you should do more than what the government is telling you to do. Um, yeah. So we thought that was quite rare and uh, it was worth uh, discussing. And this time he's he's come out with another Facebook post. Uh, but this one is uh, feels much more like uh, he, he's taking umbrage at his own uh, community of doctors and the medical community. Uh, but what what is he... And he says even that he's losing sleep over it, like insomnia. What, yeah, what he is literally he said, I suffered insomnia. <laughs> what's, what's he losing yeah. sleep about? Uh? Um, I mean, I, he, he posted this on uh, 7th June, which is just a few days ago. Mm. But I think um, it's in response to apparently increasing number of messages and petitions urging parents not to vaccinate their teenagers teenagers mm. are and demanding that our government stop MRA vaccines and use Sinovac which uh, is so fitting because it was just in the last episode where we talked about the differences between the two yeah. with Pfizer and um, fuck what's the other one Pfizer Moderna yeah uh, no Pfizer Moderna and AstraZeneca no no, no. Uh, what do you mean as in isn't Pfizer Moderna the same thing no, no, Pfizer and Moderna, Pfizer and Pfizer Biotech is one. Moderna is another. Oh, Astros oh Moderna, Astros. I think. 
Ah, okay, Pfizer, Biotech, uh, Pfizer, BioNTech, Moderna, and AstraZeneca. They are all mRNA vaccines, and mm. Sinovac is the non-mRNA one, which yeah. is the one with the weakened illness. Yeah. So, so I don't. He also referenced a group, uh, a le- an open letter written by twelve GPs, uh, general practitioners, practitioners. I think like one or two months ago that mm. that uh, was made public, that was telling parents like, basically, you know, don't use these mRNA vaccines and use the Sinovac vaccine. So his his main his whole post was just about debunking this this anti-vaccine groups and why fake science is dangerous to the pandemic. But it feels like um it wasn't just that open letter. It was almost the the consequences of that open letter which has which has made David Light go like, you know what the fuck man, I need to I need to speak out again. I need to come out from my man cave and speak out. Yeah. And he's not even like uh, shy about it. He's like, yeah, I don't need to verify. This is me. I'm posting this on my personal Facebook. He's like telling the yeah. reporters to like probably don't need to call him and, and verify whether he actually says this because this is what he's saying. Yeah. And he literally says like after the unintended attention from the social bubble Facebook post, which I assume is the one that we were talking about, he has stayed low. Mm. But I must now correct misinformation on COVID vaccination. He's like Batman, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Batman, yeah. Badass, man. He is. Yeah. Um, but what made you want to talk about this? No, I mean, I, I felt that... I mean, this guy, obviously, he... He, you know, he, when he believes strongly enough in something, he doesn't seem afraid to speak his mind about it, especially when it comes to his field. And uh, mm. the last time, I think he was just imploring everyone to... To, to take all the precautions seriously and, and in fact try to go above and beyond what what is being recommended la. which you could yeah. say is a is a positive I mean it's just us you could say it's just reinforcing what was already told to people la, right mm. uh, but in this case I think he's coming out quite firmly and producing uh instances and evidence of why you shouldn't listen to all this fake news or fake uh fake uh, news uh, fake health alerts are uh, so called. Uh, being peddled yeah. by doctors, uh, because it's true. Uh, we we are we, um a lot of people rely on doctors for for information during uh, especially during a pandemic, uh, right? You you always mm. feel like a doctor uh has probably has access to more better information and, and more research than you. I mean, even even like last year during the pandemic, like I was asking my wife's gynecologist questions about COVID nineteen, uh, you know. Mm. So it just feels like you you can trust a doctor's word much more than than uh you know a lay person uh. anything so, anything useful come out of that conversation no i mean uh, no she i was basically asking her about like you know uh vaccinations and things like that for pregnant ladies and all and, and you know she said that essentially there wasn't um she she had read a couple of papers but there wasn't wasn't anything enough conclusive to to really for her to recommend either way like right so mm. so uh in that sense it just made, you know, maybe assured me that yeah, like, you you can only do what you can at this point, and you shouldn't be trying to go out of your way to do anything crazy or special to protect yourself, like, You know, mm. uh, and and if anything, if even if just providing assurance that way, uh, a doctor's word has that special weight to it, like. So that's why I think mm. this David Lai is so he has had sleepless nights because we are talking about he's probably talking about, uh, you know, people he knew he knows or at least like he. Uh, friends of his friends or what you know other doctors that seem to be spreading um, so-called misinformation uh, about the covid virus and then and then one of them was even the pioneer of the hepatitis b uh vaccination drive in singapore all right a mm. doctor wound uh much uh, much older cancer specialist like uh, you know yeah uh, and, and two of them two of the doctors um who out of that 12 were also doctors who were on the open letter that was pushing people to wear masks yeah. back last year. Correct, correct. Um, so they seem to be quite a vocal group. La. So maybe that also plays into his fears. Like, oh shit, they've already done two open letters. The first yeah. one, okay, happened to be correct. Yeah. But the second one is like, what else? Yeah. What else? La? Correct, correct. So I, I, yeah, I mean, you're asking me why this is interesting. I just feel like, yeah, every time this guy talks, he must be, there must be something that's really, like you say, la, driving him to come out of his bat cave. Like Bruce Wayne had that, you know. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> we we need like a D, D, DL uh, light signal. Uh, just shine it whenever we, we detect some fuckery going on. Uh. Because just yeah. two days ago, I don't know if you received this in, in your family WhatsApp group, but there was a message that started off by saying Singapore has become the first country in the world to perform an autopsy for a COVID-19 corpse. <laughs> and 
You didn't see that? No, I haven't received it. It was it was spread enough that there were articles that uh, an MOH had to come out and say that it was untrue. What what, what was the actually what was the content of it? Um, it was claiming that that uh Singapore had performed an autopsy on a COVID nineteen patient mm. and had allegedly changed treatment protocols for the disease as a result. Oh, yeah. So it it happened in my family group, and oh. I mean. Some of the bigger family groups, like I just don't pay attention to what comes out. But I saw one of my Singapore-based cousins kind of say, uh, "Hi, uncle, this is untrue." Then yeah. I was like, "Ooh, what, what, <laughs> what, what, what fake news is this?" Yeah, yeah, then yeah. I saw it and I thought it was just a small-time thing. But if you Google Singapore autopsy COVID, there's a few articles. So it made mainstream news. It made the headlines of today, CNA, and Straight Times. All debunking it, like, I hope. Yeah, yeah, because MOH issued a statement. I see, I see. Okay. So once MOH speaks, you know, like the 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 news uh has to has to pick it up, la. But and when but the time MOM ago. issued statement about Jade Rasif turned out to be completely <laughs> false, right? so why why no, must I trust think, MOH? Why must trust? I think in the hierarchy of ministries, maybe at this point MOH is like the untouchable, mm. You know, when MOH speaks, everybody listens. MOM is like, like you know that your classmate who just like just does stupid stuff. Yeah, but because their track record for the past year also with with the foreign worker, the dorms, you know, I think they are standing, uh, yeah. not as high as MOH. Like. But, but that's the thing, alright. Like when one when one ministry, like like you say lah, does does stupid things for the past few times, end up mm. other ministries also get the rub, right? So, so that's so true. That's true. You you end up relying on, uh, a director of NCID's personal Facebook post more than you do to on the MOH press release, like, right? Probably. That is true. Uh. The, yeah. This is like the, the, the real implication of trickle-down effect. Uh. You know, we yeah. always hear the trickle-down effect for the economy, right? Sorry. Same way, like, if I were to meet a Forbes 30 under 30 honoree now, yeah. because of Harsh Dalal, yeah, I'm like, bullshit. you sure you real or not? <laughs> yeah, sure you real or not? <laughs> show, me your, <laughs> sure uh, show me your papers <laughs> and you're crying. Yeah, show no, me so, your papers, show me. Yeah, I can imagine yeah. David Lai, his first sleepless night probably was when Jade Rasif the whole Jade Rasif thing was going on. Uh. He was probably mm. thumbing through her Instagram. They're like, oh man, I can't <laughs> sleep. I mean, for the because of the because of the controversy, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. not because of other things. Yeah. Uh. But I can't sleep because yeah, yeah. like nobody's gonna believe other ministries from now on already. Uh. Right. Yeah. I mean that is true, uh. like no one kind of rebutted MOH about this autopsy yeah. thing. Shala, yeah. maybe it is one of those that 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 oh my god. But what to but I wanted to ask you, because I, I do have uh, friends who are doctors. and uh, In fact, I have a group of friends who, who uh, I have a Facebook, uh, WhatsApp group where a lot, quite a number of them are doctors, obviously in different fields and, and even in different countries. Like, there are doctors in different countries. But then we all went to school in the group? together. Sorry, what? Oh, oh, you all went to school together. Yeah, I went to I school how come together. you're in the group? Yeah. I mean, because I'm an interesting person, like, you know. That's why. You're like the court jester. <laughs> All the doctors are like, Terence, tell us a joke. No, no, no. <laughs> In fact, I, I, don't, I don't say video. much. I don't say much, <laughs> uh, to be honest. I'm very bad at WhatsApp groups. Uh, uh-huh. it's, it's not because I don't like people. It's just, I'm just not, I, I just, in general, WhatsApp gives me a lot of anxiety, like, as you know. Yeah, you're quite bad at general WhatsApp, like, not just WhatsApp groups. Mm, yeah, yeah. I, I, I intend, <laughs> a lot of times I just switch it off because I don't want, I just don't, the anxiety just gets to me, like, when someone like, hey, hey, how are you? Hey man, I just thought, I just thought, saw you the the kind of thing you know one message at a time and then your phone keeps buzzing. I cannot stand it, and I know you love it. That's why it's like I told you before. Hey, I literally told you before. Yeah, it gives me correct, anxiety right. when people correct. keep messaging but, me. Yeah, but I do try to combine my messages now. You do. I uh? do try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I do. It's a, good, yeah, it's I do. a better thing. I, f- I feel it's mm. better la. I feel it's better. Mm. Uh, mm. But anyway, I was just saying that yeah, there even within that group, there's um. I, I get the feeling that there's a lot of uh, difference in opinions about the vaccines as well. Uh. And, mm. and, and uh, you know, some of them are saying, you know, uh, oh yeah, you know, the based on what I've read in, in my countries, in my country's uh, research papers and all that, I feel that blah, blah, blah. Uh, and then there's, I, I don't know whether it's a troll or what, but there's one or two anti-vaxxers in the group also who who keeps bringing up all this like very dubious research from other other sources and he's a doctor no he's not a doctor no, but la, he's, he's, not a doctor. he's uh i think i mean he's he's not a stupid person either like you know but he's not a doctor mm. but he brings up a lot of these like dubious research sources and i don't I, I don't see the doctors like merely jumping at him to to shut him up and all like, you know i don't know whether mm. it's just that they are being polite or um or it's just the fact that maybe they don't know everything either like. And and they can't they can't immediately just say that's fake that's fake that's fake uh. um, mm. so I, I'm quite kind of curious what is pushing 
these doctors to do what they're doing. Because we're not just talking about saying that don't vaccinate your children, but but they're also proposing alternative treatments, right? Like some ivermectin or something like that. That 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 is used to treat parasites yeah, in the body yeah. or something, uh, and apparently yeah. that apparently according to this David Lai, he says that yeah there were there were tests done uh, even in one of the dorms or something, and the results weren't very promising la. The results weren't showed that it's not true la. Um, yeah. So, yeah. What what do you think is 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 driving these doctors to come out so publicly and and you know put their names out there and and say that oh you should try this and that. Um. Because, okay, so there was this one uh, reply that I believe David Lai put in the comment thread of his post, mm. which is quite active. Mm. And uh, if I recall, it was him or some other doctor shit. I, 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 can't, okay. I can't find it, but basically the person was saying that um, when people were saying, okay, like there's a lot of these things about the mRNA, because... I think objectively, the the weakened virus has a vaccine technology has been around for longer than mRNA uh, vaccines. Mm. Um, but I think mRNA vaccines didn't just come out from this COVID period. It was, it's been ex- in existence for uh, previously as well, just not as long as the weakened virus. Mm. So I think in terms of research, long-term effects, yeah, uh, there might be less la, compared to the weakened virus, right? Mm. But in the comment thread, someone was saying, okay, how can you guarantee that nothing would happen to my children in future? What if I have sleepless nights and insomnia thinking about that? And yeah. I believe it was David Lai, I, I think, um, who said that uh, right now, the the balancing act is basically if the short term is that you might die from covid then any long-term effects of these vaccines is almost worthwhile because it prevents the short-term death. Mm. Um, and he, he did also say that medical science progresses very quickly and mm. and if there are problems in 10 to 20 years, uh, hopefully it can be addressed then. Like, and when I read that, I was like, oh shit, maybe, maybe that really is the case that there is a lot of uncertainty in these vaccines. No yeah. one is 100% sure, but when you weigh the benefits versus the disadvantages, it still makes sense to take the vaccines. So maybe mm. these doctors are just focusing on the downsides which are hard to rebuke mm. if you don't look and in, take into account the benefits. Like, because honestly, reading this comment thread, right, yeah. when it starts getting technical, I get fucking confused and then I don't know yeah. who to believe anymore again. Yeah. So so basically you're saying, uh, of course there are downsides but you must look long term. Uh, you know, being able to even survive the long term is a huge upside, really, uh, I, I, right? Like that's the sentiment that seems to be the case uh, with with doctors, lah. Yeah, yeah. Because I that mean, sounds like I sounds like dating advice, man. <laughs> it's it's very it's advice for everything, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can now, you meet yeah, this person. Maybe things are not good now, but you know, you must think the long term and the joy that you have in a relationship. <laughs> Yeah, it's the short-term right. pains, you just look past them. <laughs> exactly. If your partner's an asshole, yeah. like, you know, doesn't want to like party and all, but he's very responsible, mm. you know, good with the fiscal uh, priorities, yeah. then maybe that's a good thing for the long term. Yeah. You know, if you have this other partner who's like, just want to fuck all the time, yeah. uh, he's very fun. fun to be with. Yeah, huh? she's just fun, correct. <laughs> Don't go for that person. You know, <laughs> yeah, think long, you know wait, yeah, no, based on my there, analogy, right? Based on my 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 what I just said, should I go for the fun one or the long term one? Yeah. No, the long term one lah. Right. That's yeah, what yeah, the doctors are saying lah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I wish there was such like you know, like directors of institutions who come out and verify that oh this guy is worth dating because long term. Yeah. Very right. good. <laughs> Then you can the social on yourself, yeah. SDU la, which I mean the social <laughs> development unit, which was rebranded to something else, I think. Mm, um, for those right. maybe who never heard of SDU before, right? It was literally this this arm of the government that yeah. I think their KPIs were to organize events for singles and to get them to mingle. La. So they were like a government Tinder, but in real life. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah, it was it was quite a it was quite a butt of jokes back then, la, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah. But yeah, so so basically, going back to your question about about reading it, that that's what to me what I can glean from reading through all these comments are uh, that yeah. no one's really sure, but yeah. you have to weigh the pros and cons. Uh. And then the I think the I saw um, then I think today or one of the newspapers they interviewed the guy you know who drafted who drafted that letter that the twelve doctors signed off on that the eleven of them mm-hmm. eleven of them yeah. later retracted their support lah. 
they interviewed yeah. the guy, I think his name is Dr. Young, and then he said, um, you should trust your elders la, in this in these kind of things. And I think when I read that, then there's a point I felt like, oh, okay, I don't trust this guy already. You know? Huh? Trust your elders? <laughs> That's what he said. La. So, because to me, it's like, the moment you, you fall on like, uh, seniority based on age. Uh, that's when you, oh. I think you start making a bit. Uh, you you could you yeah you 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 can start making, uh, start having a lot of blind spots, a lot of biases that are not very logical, like, You know, uh, I mean, oh, if you ask if you ask any old person, I mean, literally last week, China changed its child pol- children policy from one child policy to now three three child policy and all that, right? And, and yeah. in the seventies, there was this madness, or not madness, but basically there was a lot of science and chatter about how how the world was going to explode in population and will not have enough food and everyone will suffer famine and everything. Um, mm. And that was seen as like the de facto science, you know, and, and that's why Singapore also had a stop at two and all these kind of things, policies that, you know, 20 years later, we are regretting it like shit, like 20, 30 years later, we regret mm. it like shit because now we have an aging population that we and we can't catch up already, you know. Mm. So, so, I mean, not not saying that that science is is wrong, but trusting your elders sometimes, you know, just without the technology, they 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 made mistakes back in the past, like errors in judgment and all these things. Fuck yeah! If I ask my mom's opinion on like technology, I don't know what kind of phone I'll have, dude. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it's like whole, I mean, I would like there's some benefit to parental wisdom, la, yeah, but okay, okay. but you still have to kind of evolve it um uh to to current current times la. Right, no and yeah. the other interesting thing also was that this letter was actually sent in a private group to church parents mm. Mm. yeah so Scary. so that's where he's talking about elders it was a, a whatsapp group for church parents so i mean it really paints this stereotype la, of people who are doctors but do they really like are they like really strong about science or there's a bit that whole science thing is also a lot of faith. Eh? Oh, I mean, I I wouldn't I, I try not to conflict speculate eh? conflict a person's religion with his with his uh work like, right? I mean his his belief in science. I think I think it is possible for the two to coexist. Like. But mm. uh but but yeah, I mean it, it does it does because it's sent to a very specific group of people. Uh, it, it, yeah, there there might be some some kind of biases there, that, biases that we don't know that, that might exist, like You know, but but that almost makes it scary, right? And it sounds a lot like what we were talking on the previous podcast, where you have kind of like external racism versus internalized racism. Not mm. to say that spreading things like this is just like e- equal to racist and all, but yeah. If that sort of behavior is happening out of the public eye, it's almost a bigger problem because it's happening without people knowing. Yeah. And yeah. and you always wonder like how do these anti-vaxxers, how do people get their information, uh or misinformation about vaccine? It's because of letters like that, it's because of WhatsApp groups mm. like that. And that is fucking scary. Yeah. It got leaked on Hardware Zone. Can you imagine? Hardware zone Hardware. almost broke the story. <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of crazy. Hardware yeah. zone. Yeah. Yeah. So so maybe David Lai, actually, maybe we should reach out to David Lai and try and get him on the podcast. Because uh, he's like Singapore's yeah. Fauci, man. Yeah, we he said is, it is, once is. the last time. Yeah. And then now again, he's a, he's a cool dude, man. I mean, I appreciate the the effort. I mean, if, if this is really coming from him personally, I appreciate the effort to try and lay it out in as layman terms as possible. Um, the reasons why he's worried or why you shouldn't trust uh, so-called misinformation even with from the medical community as well, right? Because yeah. um, I, I think like even looking at your comment sec- the comment section, there's a lot of interesting questions that are asked and I think he responds there or other people also respond there. So it's actually, a, 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 I'm actually I feel like it's somewhere, something you can actually learn something from even just reading this post. Uh. So, so it's, uh. it's quite interesting that way. I mean, it made me confused, lah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, there was there was simple. there was one there was one thread where someone kept arguing against mm. him, and he just ended off by saying, "Wow, you're really just spreading misinformation." Because I think, <laughs> like honestly, she kept trying to rebut uh stuff that he was saying, yeah. but somewhat using technical terms as well. So I had no idea what the fuck he was talking about. Mm. And then it came to a point where he was replying, and then he just basically, and this is him 
kind of saying, oh my God, you are really spouting misinformation. That's how he ended the argument because maybe he felt there was no point carrying on. And, and let's say this person really was speaking absolute gibberish, but to a lay person like me, she still sounds smart. Yeah, yeah, true. And that is what I guess it makes it so scary because just by injecting words like, you know, MR, uh, the pseudo virus created by Salk vaccine spike proteins have been found in blood plasma and human organs. I'm like, oh shit, mm. maybe she knows her stuff. Yeah. And I, I think that's the the scary thing about all this, like even even not this, but just conspiracy theorists, like, right? They actually mm. like, they, they have the capacity to sound really smart, like, but it's almost like their minds are infected by some kind of parasite that, that um, doesn't let them like... Uh, be more objective when looking at the data, right? You know, and mm. then and then they they actually internalize and memorize all these terms and all these statistics that that really are you know show the confirmation bias uh, that they have in in confirming something. So it's, yeah, it's just a uh, it's almost like a like a like a mind parasite, uh, like like the like I was talking about the guy who was on Joe Rogan show. That's why he describes yeah. these conspiracy theory ideas as like their, their mind parasites or they slowly eat away at your brain. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I mean, in some way also, it's how the information is packaged, right? Because mm. there's a certain interesting aspect to conspiracy theory. Like, you know, there's a certain, there's a certain, how you say, uh, uh, clout attached to knowing stuff that maybe other people don't know. You know, you're ahead of the curve. Yeah. Or maybe it's just something you enjoy participating in so you believe in wholeheartedly. Like. I yeah. mean, for example, you know, like um, you now feel you understand the whole Indian culture because of Indian matchmaking, right? <laughs> um, I've tried to share with you my culture and Indian norms for years, but you didn't give a shit. You watch one show that packaged some sort of info in a in a in an entertaining way and suddenly you're you're like uh, Mr. India. Like. No, no, sorry, correction. It's not one show, <laughs> it's two shows. Uh. That and Delhi crime. That and Delhi crime. Oh, Delhi crime. Uh, That and Delhi crime. And you understand thousands of years of culture and history. eh? Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's. uh, I'm not. I'm not even kidding, man. Those two shows like really made me understand so much more of of North and South India. (laughs) So I guess I guess the takeaway from us discussing this is that um, I mean. Maybe maybe as easy as it, is, as it is to brush off misinformation in your family WhatsApp group, right? Maybe maybe it's time we all stepped up and be be little David lies in each of our family WhatsApp groups. Uh. Yeah, but then um, but but like you said, you couldn't even you did, you were confused by his what he wrote or so what, right? So no, but basically, like let's say you see the autopsy thing. Yeah, a simple Google search. Yeah, uh, would yield it to be untrue, la. Mm, correct, correct. I, of I've course, done that, before, that is assuming yeah. that is assuming MOH is uh, not doing an MOM. La. Mm, correct, correct, correct. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah, because apart from that, like this is also technical. I think it's just unlike you know like um, other scams or other fake mm. news, which you can almost feel it's fake just by reading it. Yeah. You've got your if you've got your finger on the pulse of you know pop culture and current affairs. But yeah. this whole technical COVID shit is so fucking complicated, right? Yeah. That, yeah, man. I think I think just 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 you know, just you know the 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 incentive for people to want to read uh, the truth or even chase the truth is so low, right? You know, I I just I saw my friend who's from uh, Seattle, uh, uh. and and they are like basically flying around the US having having holidays, Yellowstone Park and all that lah. So I asked her, what, 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 what's going on? How come how, how come the mood is so light in the, wherever you are? She says, because, you know, 64% of San Francisco is is vaccinated. La. 64% of, uh, of, of, I mean, I, I think the Pacific Northwest in general is very heavily vaccinated already, like more than half and everything. Mm. And I said, mm. well, how come, what's the big incentive? And they're like, oh, basically there's a $1 million cash lottery. La. Like if you get vaccinated. And that's just driving everyone to, to to do it even if they have doubts about it and everything. La. That's so fucking smart, man. Yeah, that's so, so fucking... I mean, I, I mean, Singapore, we are addicted to gambling and 4D and all this and Toto and all that, but I, I don't know why we we don't just do it already. La. I mean, we did speak about it on the previous podcast as well, right? Yeah, So exactly. So just um calling dibs on this if it happens, yeah, that, yeah. that it's something that we fully support. Yeah. You know, you can collaborate with M- like yeah. MBS and uh, Resorts World Sentosa. 
Just like just like we predicted F1 being cancelled, right? Right now. Yeah, exactly. We predicted <laughs> F1. It's true. A lot of people picked me. A lot of people picked me after when F1 actually got cancelled. Because yeah, of our yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe we should message Sudhir telling him, hey, you're not the only prophetic one, okay? Yeah. We also yeah, we also yeah, have yeah. our finger on the pulse. Nothing surprises us anymore. Correct, correct. Uh, Nothing. But Except maybe of, the, the next story. Yeah. <laughs> oh, nice segue. I was just about to say that as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, what but, is the this thing that surprises you? Um, two days ago, Circles Life, mm-hmm. which um is one of the newer telcos in Singapore, and has all which has always had a brand or some being somewhat irre- irreverent, like you know, with their social experiments and videos. Yeah. They posted something on seventh June at seven thirty one p.m., yep. which was a, a a text on on just a colored background that read: "This post was designed by a Filipino, mm. copywritten by a Malay." approved by a Chinese. Mm. Then in bold letters below that, yeah. from a Singaporean brand that is 100% for the people. Mm. Okay. Um, so when I saw that yesterday, it mm. was obvious they were kind of latching onto the, 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 the trending topic of racism in Singapore and you know interracial relationships and all that. Yep. But it blew my mind so much that I couldn't, I just felt, am I missing something? Mm. Is there something that this thing is trying to get at that's so intelligent and beyond my capacity to understand shit, right? Mm. That I was missing. Mm. I said, what aspect of it blew your mind? That, I mean, if you just read it, it's fucking stupid and it's just so, so tone deaf. Yeah, can you explain uh, why why you feel that way? Or why why is it that way? I mean, okay, because... It immediately in the first three lines, mm. there's a certain level of hierarchy. Mm. This post was designed by a Filipino, copywritten mm. by a Malay, mm. approved by a Chinese. Mm. You know, even if that's the truth, mm. if you're talking about the topic of racism in Singapore where there is a majority uh, versus minority thing, mm. to kind of claim that you're a Singaporean brand that is 100% for the people, yet you echo something that is almost the stereotype in Singapore. I don't understand how the hell that's supposed to... Cha- what is it championing? La? But the stereotype... Unless, the stere- I mean, it's kind of saying that uh, we have a multiracial team uh, working here at Circles.life uh, and that's the Singapore. But, the, but the, approval, right? the approval finally done by a Chinese person la, and that's oh. the stereotype, right? So it's the order of the thing that is, is, is yeah. pisses you off. La. Yeah, I mean... It, like to me, if, if anyone just posts this on their Facebook page, I'm like, okay, la, fuck it, I don't care. But mm. for a brand that I've always seen has, you know, they do quite interesting stuff that's yeah. edgy and at least that's fresh to do this and almost feel like, because the caption on the post is, this is the right direction, we are sure, winky mm. face. So that's where I was like, wait, am I missing something? Is this too smart for me? Oh, wait, so, so can, can we just break it down a bit? So you would be totally okay with the ad if it was designed by a Chinese, uh, copywritten by Filipino, approved by a Malay. Mm. You'd be totally okay with it. No lah, I would still feel it's stupid lah. Okay, why, so it's why? stupid regardless huh? Yeah, stupid so regardless. That, because that means it's not the hierarchy that is making it stupid. Right? It's something else that's making it stupid, right? No, as in the hierarchy one is stupid. Okay. And if you're trying to flip the, the stereotypical hierarchy uh-huh. and put a minority as the approver, uh-huh. I would feel it's stupid but not that stupid. Oh, so it'd be this. better lah. If that's the case. It'd be, no, it'd be less stupid. <laughs> I don't even want to say no, better. So you're I don't still saying associate... it's stupid regardless lah. So I'm trying yeah, to understand why you say it's stupid. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just trying to. I try to. I think there's two reasons yeah. why people are very upset. One is like you mentioned the hierarchy, and the second one is what I'm trying to get from you. Uh. Yeah. So 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 yeah. The first one uh, is that okay. You're you're making the Chinese person the approval, uh, mm. right? Uh, whether or not the majority minority thing makes sense or not, I think in the current climate to do that, you're already shooting yourself in the foot. Then okay. the second thing is, the the point of this post. It's so much easier to just say this was created by a team of people, this, this, this. Like putting yeah. hierarchy already sets sets a hierarchy between races. La. And then it, to me, it loses the message. If you're trying to say that this post was a collaborative effort between people of different ethnicities, that's great. Okay. But if you want to put in this hierarchy, what is the point of that hierarchy? La? Okay, no, so, so I understand the hierarchy part. But then what is the part that you still say is still stupid? Uh, I mean, for a brand to do this. For a br- okay, I mean a brand to do the hierarchy thing, but then 
if it wasn't a hierarchy, if they if they did what you did, do you think people would still be angry? If they did what you said to do, which is we are a team of uh, Indian, Malay, Chinese people, and we're hundred percent Singaporean, and this is the right direction. Do Do you think people would still be angry about it? Uh I don't think so. You don't think so, because I have yeah. the feeling that the other um I don't know what percentage lah. Let's say just the other half, just for 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 discussion lah. The other half mm. of the anger is is that they are so-called woke-washing the incident as in using a very unpleasant or very, a very I mean, disgusting uh, race, race, uh, act of racism for mm. the purposes of their marketing. You know? And can and you explain that? What do you mean by that? Woke-washing in the sense that, I mean, yeah. something bad happened. Uh, thankfully, it wasn't violence or what. But imagine, just imagine it was violence like Asian hate or some shit, some shit like that, lah, right? Mm, mm. And then someone just saying, "Oh, you know, we hire here, we hire Asians to we are hundred uh, percent. Uh, we believe this is the right direction, you know. And then mm. it just it's almost like it, it, it's a uh, it becomes just part of your marketing campaign. Oh, oh as opposed oh, oh. So to as, like as the of, focus yeah. being about discussing how racism to exist is very oh, bad. Okay, okay. So it just it just makes light of the whole thing, and I think. Because I'm, I was also trying to wrap my head around what was really wrong about this thing, and so I, I think people would still be offended if they, even if they use the copy that you came up with just now, people would mm. still be offended and irritated with the, with the fact that they sort of hijacked this issue to for their marketing lah. Okay, okay, yeah, I think, I think, I think that is a good point. Mm. That is a good point, which makes it even more stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm not disagreeing as stupid. I'm just trying to. Yeah. I see. I, I'm trying to see where the anger from, from most people is coming from, and definitely mm. there is that that hierarchy thing, which I think is is a uh, was a huge oversight la. And but the yeah. second thing was the the second thing is really that 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 it trivialized it la. Yeah, brands, especially when you're a brand, I think uh, you just need to be careful about your timing also la, Right. Certain yeah. things, I think, when it's humorous, like East Coast Plan, that kind of thing. Uh, or like the Umbridge. Uh, you know, there were a lot of brands yeah. that jumped on the Umbridge. And that yeah. was great. La. Because it was, I mean, generally, there's a there's humor in there. La. But this one was really like, mm. I mean, I struggle to find the funny point in this whole racist racist thing, la, right? Even though we are mm. a podcast about finding humor in, in current affairs and all that, even then we were like, you know, is this really something we want to talk about? Because the, the angle of, Angle of it, we don't want to make light of it either, lah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I so, mean, they did, they did. Like, what? No, I was, just, I was just gonna say we we have worked with circles of life before, in complete with uh to be completely transparent also, lah, right? And mm, and, and mm. uh, yeah, we 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 always enjoyed the the campaigns and the the thought process behind things, but this one they even doubled down on this on their on their um original post, right? You saw, right? Yeah. Where they with a, with later a, they remove yeah. the they remove the actual races they just left them as blanks, and then say that you know they stand by the the original post about about it being saying that they are basically uh you you can fill in the blanks how you want la, but they are very basically a very diverse group of people. Yeah. So yeah, yeah circles life has and always stand for equality and growth. We listen to your feedback because in bold letters we value you, our customers, the most. The same way we value the path of growth and accountability, not only as a brand but as humans behind it. Yeah. So yeah. it almost felt like, uh, again, it's 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 like that annoying friend who you try and point out an error. They're like, you know what, you know that that's great. You know, I'm so humble and gracious, and I'm such a great person that I always listen yeah. to advice. Thank you, and you know, let's move on. No, but that's that's why I I thought it was very important to try and break down what is wrong with the thing. Mm. Because I think they mm, understand mm. that they, they understand that first point of the hierarchy. That's why they remove the races. But they don't understand the second point about the basically making light of the whole situation with their post and hijacking it for their own marketing purposes, like you know? Mm, then there's a, I think there's a time and place for everything and maybe they just it was this is just way too early, like, right? Yeah, and I mean even then I still feel like a brand can can get on the uh, back of a social issue that is being discussed like, but mm. it's the way you do it like. mm. um, it's the it's it's the yeah and this totally missed the mark mm. and someone in the comments also used like a fancy word to describe what you're saying it's performative hijacking of real issues <laughs> just now you were what was your term just now uh, uh, woke washing, woke washing, woke washing, yeah. woke washing, no, woke washing is a, hijacking. It's quite a common hashtag. That is, 
used to describe these situations. Uh. Uh, for example, I think uh, if I remember correctly, during the sometime when the pandemic first started, I think there was uh, one of the local furniture brands, uh, online furniture com- e-commerce sellers, um, mm. was selling. Yeah, suddenly came out with a campaign saying that, oh, thank you, frontliners. Here's a 30% discount code for you to use if you are a frontliner. La. And then a mm. lot of people are like, come on, these frontliners are fucking like dying at their, not dying, la, but like, you know, they're working their asses off at their work and, and and here you are using it for your marketing gain by like giving them a voucher, which they don't even have time to go and lock one and go and buy buy your mm. furniture and go shopping for your furniture. And all this. This is, <laughs> it was a furniture company that did that. Right? Yeah, a furniture company that did that. La. I won't mention, wow. won't mention who, la, but I think, uh, I think you, you probably would know. La. Um, I mean, I'm on the Reddit of this post. There was some some comment that said, uh, "Okay, designed by Filipino, copywritten by Malay, approved by Chinese." But they missed out the point that the founder is Indian. Hello, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe that way I corrected everything. <laughs> yeah, but but the you know, is this, I, I yeah, I think right now maybe the the wound is still too sore. And then uh, mm-hmm. it's a it was just maybe a timing issue lah. I mean, uh, hopefully, do you, do you so? You do you think? What do you think they should do from here, Mister PR consultant, mm. uh, ex Mister PR? Ex let me hit a marketing hit a marketing right? Uh, or is it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, let me put on my PR hat. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you should just shut the fuck up, uh. Uh, Really? As in what? I think no. no I think literally, what steps? This delete point, post. Right? Delete post. Apology post. What? I mean, honestly, for them, uh. First of all, I mean, the post got, what, 383 likes and a bunch of articles, not by mainstream media, but by some marketing interactive. Mm. I think if they issue an apology, it'll almost be... Just looking at the post feels like they are, they either don't get it or or they still feel they did a great thing by, you know, listening to customers and, mm. and putting their heads on. Yeah. I think just just don't do this kind of stupid shit in future. Like, and, and because we have seen fuck-ups like of blackface, brownface or being done by the by a company or a network um a few times in succession yeah. so for this honestly do an apology now i i don't know man like i i don't even like i think i think you you oversell my my pr consultancy mm. uh i think i think for them it's just it just uh do better like you know do better mm. you know the the saying of uh, the sjw do better circles life mm. i i think they should uh Apologize for the insensitive timing of that of that post. Wow, mm. wow, the wounds are still very raw. And oh, you think they should they should apologize? Yeah, though? I mean, um, as in they should acknowledge that that is timing wise wasn't the best lah, in terms of like trying to do a marketing thing, you know, for their own brand. Um, mm. Because I think there are times to, there are times when we celebrate, uh, we celebrate the struggle, right? You know, for example. June is, you know, Pink Dot and everything, right? So if at that yeah. point in time you, you come out with a statement and talk about your, you know, you're an ally to the LGBTQ movement and everything, then that's, that's okay. La. But when a hate crime or something is just committed, then you really jump out and then say, hey, you know, yes, I'm an ally and that's why you should support us as a brand. It's just very, mm. um, like, it's very self-serving, la, so to speak. So, so you're thinking that they should apologize just just so that as a company, it still shows that they have certain levels of compassion. La. Yeah. Because, Whether or not people see it, yeah. just to put it out there yeah. and Be- own it. La. Because I think they don't, fundamentally, they don't understand why people are angry. And, and I think what we've done here is is to really try to dissect and, and just put in like as uh, non-SJW terms as possible why people are angry. Lo, you know? mm. And I say mm. non-SJW because... Even though I said the word work washing was because even I had I still had to Google the word work washing before I used it and everything. Mm. You know. Um, but now you also have performative hijacking. <laughs> performative hijacking. <laughs> performative hijacking. It's not oh. your regular hijack. Yeah, yeah. It's performative. The one is uh is you know? wow. not quite next level. Performative though. hijacking. Yeah. Oh allow it. Yeah. But um do like, yeah, like Harish says uh, do better. Although, do better, circles <laughs> life. Okay, do better. Yeah. You know, hashtag do better. Yeah. But speaking of uh, do better. doing better, uh, we we always try to highlight 
some of the better comments on the, from our who have been, yeah, listeners. And people it. who have been doing better yeah. all along. Uh, do you want to go first? Uh, yes, sure. Why not? Sure. Uh, my one... Com- Wait, so yours is from which platform? Uh, Reddit. Reddit. Okay, then... Just go for it. Like, I have a couple. Is, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, mine is um, someone who messaged us just earlier this afternoon. Um, mm. who who said you know don't don't do a shout out with their name uh, it's not yeah. necessary so yeah. I will keep you anonymous mm. but they messaged us on Instagram saying that they recently discovered this podcast and wanted to let us know that it is amazing are we surprised which to me means that this person has already been listening to a few episodes oh. uh, and is aware of the running joke of me are never surprised? being surprised yeah. Harish <laughs> and but the non surprised person yeah. I'm never surprised. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never surprised. But the most touching thing was that this person is currently living and working alone in Europe during COVID. Mm. But our SG brand of humor and discussion of the latest topics back home helps him feel connected. Oh, he's Singaporean. So, no? I assume. I assume. Okay, so, okay. I don't know. These kind of messages about Singaporeans abroad listening to our podcast and feeling connected always kind of like wow, warms the cockles of my heart. Of course, man. man. I tell you, I tell you, like, to be honest, when I was... Uh, Study, uh, living and so studying or living abroad, lah, working abroad. Mm. Uh, I mean, I I wish I had a, you know, an avenue like like, yalla, but to just uh, keep in touch with things coming going on back home, lah. Uh, mm, back mm. then was was tough, lah. As I was explaining to a, a, Gen Z person recently, like back then podcasts literally had to you had to download them onto an iPod, and then after that, like you know, wait transfer them from using a wire from your computer to your iPod. Then you could listen to it on your iPod, la, a podcast on your iPod. Mm. Whereas now mm. it's just so seamless, you know, everything's wireless and, and all that. So, it, I mean, it's just much easier way to to feel in touch with home. In fact, I think we we probably talk about more news topics uh, than, than probably like the average person does in Singapore, la, right? I would, I assume so, yeah. yeah I yeah, assume yeah. so. Yeah. So, it does, in fact, you might be. By listening to us, you might actually know more about stuff going on in Singapore than the average person, you know, just going about their mm-hmm. day. Yeah. yeah. Can put on your LinkedIn, uh, <laughs> yeah. aware of Singapore <laughs> issues. You know, like yeah, ex-Google, ex-McKinsey. Yeah. Always aware of Singapore issues. Yeah. Actually, oh, and this person yeah. and this person also messaged that he used his real name so it's higher ranked on Terrence's algorithm. So mm. sweet, no? Uh, he knows, yeah, he knows my... He knows my he preference. He knows your uh, criteria. Yeah. yeah, he knows your preference. Yeah. Scully, he's tofu ball, <laughs> this guy. No, I, who knows? Who knows, man? Yeah. But um, cool. Actually, I have... Uh, there were a couple of really interesting, good comments like, this this time. So so the mm. first one I wanted to point out was that um, long-time listener to our podcast, Pillybag's Toodles. Uh, mm. I think it's a, it's a... She's a... She's a illustrator. Um, mm. She has created, out of her own accord, uh, a beautiful set of stickers uh, that you can use on Telegram and Instagram stories uh, to yalabat stickers, like, basically. Mm. That feature moving gifs of um, you and me, of our some, some of, our, of our favorite catchphrases and stuff like that. And mm. um, it was pretty awesome. Like, I, I, I shared it on our Ministry of Funny um, I'm not sure funny Instagram already, uh. But yeah. I, I think I just I just gonna test it now. Like if I were to try and post a story, and then if I search for, yeah, you can you can see but, it. Oh, it it's comes up. Dope, it? man. The yeah, it comes come up. up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm lo- literally He's looking amazing. at it. There's a there's a one shot thing. There's a cool cool cool. There's a bird, 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 bird. There's a yeah more one shot things, and then like some images of Harish and and myself uh from our posters like, I think. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. Like, it's really it's really like I I, I mean like it only almost brought a tear to my eye when I saw, when oh, I saw it. Like. Yeah. Yeah. And she shared it with everyone in our Reddit as well. So hopefully people will be using this to 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 and, and talk to each other. It all started with a doodle she made last year and then yeah. and then yeah now there's uh this these stickers on Instagram and WhatsApp. You can have a Yalaba WhatsApp sticker. Yeah. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and and I mean she does she does do commissions as well on her Instagram page. Yeah. Um, for for that sort of graphic artist, so shout out to Pillybags Toodles. Yeah, and uh, the other comment that I also uh, wanted to highlight was actually uh, sent to me uh, via 
But via a friend of ours, uh, Don, who also listens to our podcast, mm. he just sent me a screenshot of the conversation with his, with his wife. Uh, basically, his wife sent him an article saying that, that the headline is tragic but true. How podcasters replaced our real friends. So <laughs> I think that the wife is basically <laughs> oh, telling shit. him that. Uh, I mean, she, she quotes, uh, my wife would argue that I talk about them more than I do my own friends, but I do know the difference. You know, so... Uh, I think Don basically Don is having the existential crisis where he feels like he's talking to us more than, or he talks about about uh, you know the podcast he listens to more than than about actual people uh, that his real friends. Mm. So so uh, yeah, I, I don't know if uh, I I mean I feel good that that you know we have managed to help fill fill certain voids in people's lives because during this pandemic you can't see a lot of people and all that lah. So that's why I wanted wow. to, to point out this this screenshot that he sent me. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's sweet. Yeah. Was oh, a nice so, so 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 yeah, I mean we have a community of friends. Yeah. We're talking to our friends and friends are listening to us. Yeah. Which is ironic because most of my friends in real life often ask me to shut up when I talk too much. <laughs> no, you know what I think it is not. You know, last time we would sometimes over lunch we would debate about some kind of, some of about these kind of things, right? Then a lot uh. of times people start dropping off from the conversation because they're either not interested or <laughs> yeah, or they like what the hell are these two talking about la? So I think yeah. it's the kind of situation where they're just watching two people just go on about something that come on la, it's a dead horse really just get off it really. Oh my god, that is so right. true because I remember so many lunches when you know we had a team uh, who who we were working with yeah. and and employees and interns yeah. and me and you would go on forever and after a while they'll just take out their phones and I always just think, no oh, guys, you know, join in the conversation. <laughs> Why and are you not interested? Are we not your friends? <laughs> <laughs> then after that, it became like, yeah. oh, you guys go here for lunch. I'll I'm just gonna like pack in and all that. Then just and be that you really and happened me. also. Yeah, it'll just be you and me. <laughs> So then, those were literally our first Yalabad live shows with the most unenthusiastic <laughs> audience ever. Yeah, oh yeah. my God. But the value of persistence. Uh, we just kept going on man. and on. And now yeah. people like are telling us, I'm in Europe and I want to be like, I, 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 I don't mind sitting there listening to you guys. <laughs> yeah. So all those people we used to have lunch with and we just switch off. You know, you guys had your chance. Yeah. Okay, you guys had your chance and you missed it. Okay. <laughs> now we have other people who give a shit. <laughs> that's great. That is great. Oh my God. Yeah. That is great. It's funny. Oh, but yes. That's great. What is your one shook thing? Oh, one shook thing. Why don't, why don't you go first? Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just uh, pretty excited about the... I, I've What I've discovered... Um, during this round of the the French Open, uh, you know the Roland Garros tennis uh, tournament, uh, I mm. discovered there's a very active like tennis community on Reddit as well, uh, You know uh, the subreddit tennis, and uh, a lot of funny memes that came up because of all the funny things that have been happening, uh, strange things that have been happening this Roland Garros. I mean, like uh, it started with uh, Naomi Osaka pulling out the tournament because of mental health issues and refusing to speak to the press. Um, and then there was uh, you know Roger Federer pulled up pulled out of the tournament also because he basically was just like yeah he, this this tournament was prepped for Wimbledon so he didn't want to play too many matches and uh, mm. and basically all the the old guard Rafael Nadal and Djokovic still hammering on the young kids like Medvedev and, and all of them so so it's, it's just a lot of funny memes and, and, and interesting discussions that have been coming up uh, because of this uh, during this French Open la. and, and uh, it, I mean tennis itself is not the most uh, spectator friendly or the most talked about sport already so so it's just been nice for me to find a community on the the tennis subreddit that that you know does funny memes and like and, and just discusses all these different um, strange topics going on in the, the world of tennis now la. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean like the, the whole Roger Federer pulling out the French Open thing has been a very very big discussion point for for the tennis subreddit uh, so and I mean generally what about uh, what is the, no, the people the are saying people like are if about? Serena Williams or Djokovic did the same thing pulled the same stunt they would be skewered by the media la, skewered oh. by everyone but because it's Sir Roger Federer the one the Sir only Sir Roger Federer so like he's given everyone's just like okay sure you know you've earned it and you know Good luck, Roger. See you under the grass and all that. Lah. So, so oh, they even compared it with the reaction to Naomi as Osaka's pulling out, right? Exactly, exactly. So they said, yeah, why, why is it so different? Is it, 
I mean, I mean, some people bring up the sexism and all that kind of stuff, but but uh, yeah, and then there's also arguments that Roger Federer, I mean, an athlete is not there for you to to just there for your entertainment. He's also protecting his own body. Right? If he says he doesn't feel like he can play, you know, should you be criticizing him? Lah? But in the same breath, Roger Federer has criticized Djokovic like 11 years ago for doing the same thing, lah, retiring in the middle of a match, lah, you know. Oh, is it? Yeah, so, so a lot of people are just I mean, making a discussion of it. So I, I think it's an interesting discussion to have and something to also check yourself. Lah. Oh, yeah, wow, yeah. that's interesting, uh, isn't yeah. it? Because Roger Federer is almost like untouchable. Like, he's like God of he tennis. Is, like, right? he, I mean, not just tennis. I think in general in sports, like how many, you know, uh, father of four, you know, like nearing uh, 40 years already, still playing at the top five level. World class. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, coming back from two knee surgeries and, you know, even and, and his last match that he played on, on the uh, at French Open, he played until 1 a.m., there was no crowd because there's still a 9 p.m. curfew in Paris. So he, jet, I mean, the 40 year old dude who's already won 20 Grand Slams, still motivated to play in front of empty stadiums after two knee surgeries is, is pretty awesome. Wow. Oh, uh. Yeah. Wow. I mean, uh, sweetly enough, my uh, one shock thing. Uh, are, are you done already? Yes, yes, I'm done. done, done. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, my one shock thing also concerns like a 40 year old ish. Um, but actually, a forty-year-old-ish and a fifty-year-old-ish and a twenty-plus-year-old-ish. So we all know the Logan Paul and Floyd Mayweather fight happened mm. two days ago, right? Mm. And I mean, for those of you who maybe are unaware, it was Floyd Mayweather who's arguably the greatest boxer to have ever uh, fought the game. His mm. record, professional record, is fifty and oh. Yeah. He's like a billionaire from his winnings, mm. and he's forty-two years old. I think a father of three also mm. and he fought in an exhibition match against Logan Paul who's a YouTuber right? yeah correct yeah. but but I think when you hear that right he was one of the greatest boxers of all time fighting a YouTuber it is so easy to shit on the the, the event the match the YouTuber itself but Joe Rogan had a very nice post I don't know if you saw it where he talked about um, how surprisingly excited he was to uh, watch the fight uh, it lasted eight rounds. Mm. Apparently, it wasn't the most exciting. There was no winner declared because it was an exhibition match. But he brought up a very good point. Lah. Like, it's so easy to shit on Floyd Mayweather because, you know, people are saying he's doing it for the money. And it's so easy to shit on Logan Paul because, yeah, like, he's a very YouTuber. controversial figure. Yeah. But if you look at the both of them, uh, I mean, what he pointed out is that here's Floyd Mayweather who has somehow managed to be so lucrative mm. in the art of boxing and finding a way to still let his record stay untainted. You know, people mm. still see him as the greatest boxer, but make money off these fights like with Conor McGregor where he made, I don't know, like 100, 100 million or something. Yeah. With Logan Paul, he made a lot. And and on the flip side, you have Logan Paul who is a YouTuber. He had mm. some wrestling experience, but I think it was two years ago, three years ago where he said in some podcast or something that he he's, you know, he's getting into boxing and one day he will fight Floyd Mayweather. Like I think it was a tweet. Hey, Floyd, you know, want to fight or something. Mm. And the fact that he made it happen, you know how many thousands of boxers would have been in line to fight Floyd Mayweather for yep. fucking ever? And he leapfrogged all of them. He's fought like one, like, spectator, like uh, a boxing fight with like uh, KSI, thousands of spectators. Right? Yeah. yeah, KSI. And I mean, you have you have to salute that, man. Like, however he made it happen, right? Mm. Be it with an audience, be it his commercial savviness. I just thought like, okay, you can shit on the fact that what kind of fight is this? You know, it's just purely for the money. But mm. at the same time, it is really an achievement, man. Mm. So I mean, it's really an achievement. That's I think yeah, that's Joe Rogan's side of things. I, I think the I, I've I've watched some of the commentaries where people said like, yeah lah, At the end of the day, these two, both of them won, but the sport of boxing, the, uh, the sport, <laughs> the sport lost suffered, la. The the boxing yeah. lost because people are going to think that boxing is just all this. It's almost like WWE lah, right? It's yeah, it's basically it's entertainment. A, it's not a real sport. Um, and it's always going to be these real fighters versus these fake fighters. And uh, it'll always be an imbalanced thing just to make a, just to make a quick buck, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I totally agree that the sport of boxing is... It did take a... a yeah, like it's no longer just boxing. It's almost yeah. like, okay, now comes the entertainment, the commercial viability. But, but, uh, but I think as for someone... To really make it happen, right? It fucking blows my mind, man. That's like almost saying that I'm gonna challenge, I don't know, like a, yeah, like Federer to a tennis game, lah. Yeah, yeah. That's literally me saying in two years I'm gonna play an exhibition match with Roger Federer. Yeah. 
This is like wow. true love. But it's a sad day. Yeah. I, I do agree that in some sense it is a sad for the sport. Like, because I mean, someone like me, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, but when mm. Conor McGregor boxed uh, Mayweather, uh, I still bought the... I ended up paying to watch the pay-per-view, uh, right? Because Mm-mm-mm. I felt like, oh, okay, it's quite interesting to see an actual fighter, like two actual fighters fight. Uh. But now yeah. I see like the kind of fighters YouTuber, that fight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to pay for that shit and I probably never will ever pay for any more boxing just because to me, now it just feels like the whole thing's just a joke. Uh. Nobody, there's like no real, there's no real like boxing going on. Like everyone's just, they're just carrying each other and, and just hoping to survive eight rounds so that people feel like they watched a, a real fight, like, you know. But almost like, if you look at football, right, you always have these these exhibition games where these people yeah. go to countries and play all these friendly matches. Like, yeah. I mean, last time when Tottenham and all come to Singapore or like, I don't know who come to Singapore, trash us 9-0. Yeah. In some way also, that's kind of like, it's an exhibition match, it's clear, yeah. but it's not, it's not the... The, the proper football games. Eh. Yeah, but so, that, well, so why can't why can boxing take that sort of path? Yeah, like if, if it doesn't count towards like his boxing record, lo, like, you know, 51 yeah, and all, this yeah, exhibition match. Yeah, there was no winner declared. Okay, there was never going to be a winner declared. But besides that also, like, how else do I can I get to watch? Uh, it, it, will Tottenham be playing in the Premier League after they play the exhibition match? La? They will, la, right? Mm. Whereas for, mm. for many, many years, people were clamoring for Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao and they just like never made it happen for many many years until Manny Pacquiao was kind of a, a bit over the hill already and everything so it just mm. wasn't it wasn't like when when the two were able to meet in their prime they didn't meet but I think they for some reason they waited until much later so so it's just if he fights I mean boxing is a bit different from football in the sense that you can only get punched in the head that many times before something actually goes wrong with you like right so, but so, football also, you got a finite career. Yeah, yeah, finite career. But then you have the guarantee that there's a Premier League every year, right? And then Tottenham, you will see Tottenham play at its highest level that they can possibly play at like, in order to win mm. the actual competition. Whereas like boxing, I I mean, I after after Logan Paul, like what's next? Jake Paul. You no, know? But, but if you think about it, like if, I mean, Floyd Mayweather, whether he fought this fight or not, he was not going to carry on fighting professionally. So it's almost like, you know, you get those testimonial matches of like a 50-year-old, mm. I don't know, uh, Kafu or Beckham or something coming to Singapore and playing an exhibition match. It's still it's still for entertainment. Uh, it's for an exhibition. Uh. Oh, but I think Floyd Mayweather still can fight competitive. He can still fight competitively. Uh. He's not like over the hill or anything yet. He is a bit older. But but mm. the, the more interesting thing was to see him against another older fighter, la, you know, rather than a, a complete nobody and, and, and that you Like Mike that, Tyson and that ah, guy. La, yeah, like Mike yeah Tyson exactly. You know, that, that one, at least like, there's a feeling it's fair, it's competition. Whereas this one really didn't have that feel of a competition. It was more like a media circus. La, you know? Yeah, yeah, it was a media circus. La. Yeah. So I'm, right. I mean, but that's where, happy yeah. for them, but it just, yeah, wouldn't, not, not my kind of thing. La. I mean, boxing has, no, lost, but, has but, lost my, has lost my interest already. La. No, but but I think I think also that that like your approach is yeah it's a very purist approach. Mm. I mean, if you ask me, if you ask me, I also feel like okay, boxing took a hit, but I also feel that maybe, maybe maybe the sport for the longest time people have been saying boxing is no longer as popular as it used to be. Mm. Uh, you know now with MMA and all that. Not to say that boxing needs to go down this this media circus clownish path, mm. but. But maybe this is part of it figuring out, okay, what's next for boxing? Uh? Maybe maybe it does adopt, okay, you have this professional circuit, but every year, if you're a professional boxer, you have to fight one fuck, fuck it. <laughs> you know, maybe, you pick, yeah. you need to do one exhibition fight with some fuck it that is voted, um, voted on by the public and all that. And yeah. that becomes like an exhibition fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, maybe it's teething uh, problems uh, in the evolution of boxing. But, but I mean, the, I think about a month or two ago, I was actually quite interested to to know the the watch the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren, ben Askren fight yeah. um, mm. But ultimately, I, I even f- you know like the whole thing just felt like like um, Ben Askren didn't really even give a shit about the the result either. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. people even accu- accusing him of throwing the fight la. Basically, he just he just went in knowing to that get okay, the money. Yeah, yeah, I just get money, and you know who cares la. So so that's the part mm. that I feel is 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 sad la. If if I mean. Let's say like if the if other YouTubers all come out and then there's a competitive YouTuber league, you know, of people mm. on the same level fighting their way up and then the winner gets to fight someone, you know, like a, like a, from the MMA community or something. And then, then mm. okay, la, whereas like, 
Now I feel like the MMA people are just throwing their hat in the ring just to just for a quick payday like, rather, rather no, maybe, than anything. Maybe that, maybe that might happen because the one mm. thing is now it, it has kind of shown that if you get someone with a huge following, people yeah. will be willing to pay. Yeah. I'm sure boxing promoters are thinking, you know, let's get an influencer yeah. influencer championship. Uh. Like, like it's the Stephen Lim, like the Stephen Lim one, essentially. <laughs> what? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the white-collar boxing thing has been happening for a long time. Right? This is just white-collar boxing to the next level. To the next level, yeah. The next level. Yeah. But but that's why but that's why it's just, I'm I'm curious to see what happens after this. Mm. I wouldn't say it's it's all bad. To me, it's like, okay, this is the next the next stage of boxing. Right? Where it goes from here, who knows. Right? I'm so done. I'm so done with it, yeah. You're so done, done already, yeah. Done really. it's so done. Yeah. As you, is you, the you, podcast. You be, don't be so conservative, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I purist, I purist. Yeah. Not conservative, purist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. yes. Cool. I can tell you don't want to take part in that discussion anymore. You're so done even with that discussion, just like how you're done with boxing. Eh? Uh, you're done with a discussion about the doneness of boxing. It's a one shook thing, it's not a discussion. Discussion different. Yeah, but yeah. you were the one who fucking started uh, <laughs> questioning my one shot thing. So you don't Nobody talk. You started on the discussion. Thing. It's still you shared on it. I said you they are all winners, it. but the sport is <laughs> the sport is worse off for it. But okay. yeah, so in some way, that's putting putting a negative shit on my on my positive no, one shot. There's thing. a negative shit for everything. Life is not so black and white. It's not like your background all white and. <laughs> A one-shoke yeah, thing but also you just has said, sides. You just said the discussion should end because it's a one-shoke thing, so it should be end on a, a positive note, so no point going yeah. down a negative rabbit hole. But you dug the hole in the first place. I just want to clarify that. I didn't say anything about negative rabbit hole. I just said, oh, okay, but, I think this... Uh, I, I'm done with the sport <laughs> boxing, but I think we're done in terms of time also because we need to <laughs> jump onto another call. So. Right. I'm now finding excuses, <laughs> even though that's true. But it's true. All right. Yeah, it is true. Yeah. So yes, thank you for listening till here. And if this podcast brought a smile to your face, it'd be great if you could share it with one other person. For all the discussions and comments, head on over to our subreddit. The link is in the show notes. All right. Cool. All right. Talk to y'all soon.